Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. With just two weeks left until the election, the craziness, innuendos, and just flat nuttiness is ramping up. We'll talk about just how crazy it's been and how crazy it can get. We will also touch a little bit on the dueling town halls, and we are just going to discuss in general our plan to get Joe Biden to be elected the next president of the United States. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Run's House. Let's get it started. Whoa, Nelly, everybody. Can you feel it? It is in the air. It is election season, and we are close to electing, hopefully, a new president of the United States. We are about two weeks away. I live in the state of Florida, so if you are listening to this on Monday, chances are yours truly has already gone in to the voting booth and voted. That is correct. On Monday, October 19th in Florida, we could start voting early, and I plan on doing just that. I've been waiting for this day for a very long time, and it is the most charged up and excited I've been to go vote than I ever have been, and that even includes the two times I grew, I voted for the greatest president in my lifetime, Barack Obama. Barack Obama's first time was really, really exciting, so That one might have a a little bit of competition, but it is not just Joe Biden that I am excited to vote for. I will fully admit that I am just as excited to do my part to get rid of the worst human being to ever hold a political office in the United States of America. And he has some competition, that's for sure. Mitch McConnell is right there with him, but we'll take care of him later. Right now, it is time to get rid of a disease, a disease that has torn through this country and has made us now not just a laughingstock, but a a country where people just don't take us seriously. And what makes this really, really sad is... You know, we could all be around each other and we can all disagree about our politics, but we've gotten to the point because of this guy that we no longer have normal relationships with people that we once did because of the division that he has sowed. And unfortunately, this was the mastermind plan of Vladimir Putin. This was exactly what he wanted to have happen. And it has come together in a manner in which I'm not even sure he saw coming. He used his disinformation machine and hoped that it would resonate enough with people to where A, they would vote for Donald Trump and B, cause dissension amongst the people. And again, I think he had an idea that it would just be possibly 
you know, we'll we'll get things going in America and see if we can get things to blow up there, not in a fiery way, but in a way that would cause division exactly how he wanted it to happen. But I think he thought that maybe it would go on for a few months or whatever the case is, but it is to a point now where I am not sure this will ever fully go away. I think the division now between our country is so vast that the conservative media will continue to throw out these conspiracy theories and innuendo that will make people who don't really follow this that much question what's going on. And they will argue it strenuously that, yeah, Hunter Biden set up a meeting with Ukraine with Joe Biden, and there was a huge scandal there. What's the proof? Well, I'll tell you the proof. Your boys in New York City, the New York Post ran a big story about Hunter Biden's emails. Oh, okay. What about Hunter Biden's emails? Well, he was going to set up a meeting with Joe Biden and the Ukrainians. Okay. You mean the same New York Post, by the way, that is owned by Rupert Murdoch? who owns Fox News. Well, that's just the liberal media speaking. Wait, the, the, the liberal media is speaking about what? Y'all make up that stuff about Fox News and owning stuff. and No, that's, actual, that's actually true. They do own the New York Post. Rupert Murdoch does. Well, we're just going to have to agree to disagree on that one. No, you... Okay. I don't I can't do this with you people anymore. See, and this is the unfortunate thing is that we're going to have to go through this kind of stuff pretty much for the rest of our lives because there's too much media, there's too much there's too many outlets for people to get their quote unquote news, which you really should only be getting your news from actual journalists, respected journalists. I I I don't know if I said it on this show before, but Somebody, I was talking about it last night. Somebody asked me, well, where do you get your news? And I tell them, I get it from four or five sources. I get it from the USA Today, which I think is considered a pretty down the middle source. There are two sources that lean left, the New York Times and the Washington Post. There's two sources that lean right, the Wall Street Journal and the Hill. Now, I've said this before, because they lean one way or the other, it doesn't mean that they go out of their way to not report things that would hurt the right or the left. They both still have journalistic integrity. And I do have other sources. You know, I'll watch Bill Maher, and I think Bill Maher is a good program for everybody to watch. You know, Bill is obviously a guy who leans left, but it's the panel on his show that I learn a lot from, people that don't necessarily agree with Bill or agree with my views on things, that I can listen to educated people who have different opinions than I do. For some reason, that's important to me, to have an educated person, to have an argument that I might be able to look at and go, all right, that person has a point. Not sure I still agree with it, but they have a point that I can now consider. I can now put this into my brain, I can calculate it, and then I can determine what the final calculation will be and how I will respond to it. But unfortunately, 
most people, I don't know, maybe it's just me that I talk to on opposing side, the opposing side from me, just doesn't have a clear understanding of what they're saying or what they're talking about. And that's that's just frustrating. And I'm not trying to say I'm some genius. I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm an expert. But what I am saying is, is if you work at a job and you know your job better than the person that doesn't work there, it's because you've worked there, you've done your research on how that job is supposed to be conducted, and you know more about that job than the person that doesn't. I fancy myself as somebody that does my research and does my homework, and I just don't think a lot of people do that. My This audience that listens to this show, they definitely do it. You kidding me? They're smart people, and I like smart people. And for the record, when I say smart people, I'm trying to, I don't know everything. I certainly don't. And I'm okay to be corrected on things if it makes actual sense. But I just, there's too much going on in this country where you're not arguing opinion. You're arguing facts. And when you're arguing facts, there's just no sense in going on with the conversation. But there's also a new thing we have to argue. We have to argue innuendo. The you can't prove it necessarily, but you can't prove that it's not true is one of their favorite things to say. So when you have a thing that you can't prove is not true, they can continue to spew out all the crap that they heard on Hannity or on Rush Limbaugh or that other nutball who's online, uh, Alex Jones or whatever these idiots are, QAnon. And that leads to a lot of frustration. And it's frustrating because you want to do your best to try to get into their head a little bit and make them think to themselves, am I crazy? Is Am I spewing out this stuff that is just absolutely ridiculous? Is he or she right? Should I probably stop this? And you know it's incumbent upon all of us to try to be able to do that for our fellow human beings. But we get to a point in the conversation where we just have to stop and give up. But it's hard for us because we still think there's a possibility we could get in their heads and go, seriously, do you really think Hillary Clinton runs a, a pedophile ring in a pizza parlor? And unfortunately, they do. And this goes back to what I started the show with. This is the work of Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin started this whole thing, or people around Vladimir Putin, they hate to use the word, but brilliantly attacked us, not with weapons that explode our buildings or our military, but it explodes our brains. And my God, did he hit with precision. But anyway, I was talking about it earlier, this Hunter Biden story. It, this is I hate even bringing it up on here because it is just so ridiculous. The first time it's been debunked, like crazy. Now there's new material. And to shorten this thing up, because I really don't even want to get into this whole thing because it is so ridiculous. To shorten it up is that they found emails on a laptop that Hunter Biden dropped off to a gentleman who apparently is legally blind. The legally blind guy said that he's near positive that it was Hunter Biden, who jumped, dropped off this supposed laptop. And 
just the long short of it is somehow Rudy Giuliani is involved, Steve Bannon is involved, and now they made an accusation on the Sunday news on Fox, and it enraged me so much that if we are now getting to the point where we're doing things like this, then we have zero hope for this country. You would think that at some point, whether you are a Trump supporter, a Biden supporter, no matter who you root for, it doesn't matter. At some point, especially the evangelical Christians should stop and go, hey, this is getting a little too out of control, and this is just way below the belt. I want you guys I'm sorry to have to make you do this, but you have to hear this clip from Fox News Sunday morning on the Maria Bartolomo show. I'm sorry, I probably screwed up her name, and I apologize to Maria if she's listening. She's not. But this is where we are now in politics. This is how desperate the orange idiot and his sycophants are. Take a listen to this. Here on Sunday Morning Futures, there is more to come, and there is a further analysis of the subpoena's handwriting, and it suggests that the subpoena was served by an FBI agent uh, who, uh, his name is Joshua Wilson, and over the last five years, he has been working on child pornography issues. Connect the dots. If an FBI agent is working on child pornography issues for five years, why is he uh, subpoenaing the uh, laptop of Hunter Biden? Is there a connection here? Should this suggest that there's a child pornography issue here on that laptop? Well, I think you just made the connection. Again, this is what the FBI, I think, has to come clean about. This, this isn't a standard investigation where, you know, if the FBI doesn't indict somebody, that, that everything remains confidential. This is something that, as we were talking about, relates to national security. And if, if there's criminal activity involved that could be tied to, to Hunter Biden or his business associates, or even possibly tied back to other members of the, of the Biden family, and as some of these emails indicate that Joe Biden was fully aware of this. He was taking his 10% cut or, or, or requiring 50% from his, his family member's salary. Uh, this needs to be known before Americans go to the, to, uh, the polls. So was the FBI agent who served the subpoena uh, investigating child pornography, Senator? Well, you just read the news report. I, I can't comment any further. I don't want to speculate other than to say that what I said publicly before, our report uncovered so many troubling connections, so many things that need to be investigated that I really think we're just scratching the surface. And yes, I've heard all kinds of things that I think will probably be revealed over the next few days. Uh, that there's a treasure trove of emails and video and pictures in not only the purported computer of, of Hunter Biden, but now we've got the uh, co-conspirator, uh, Bevan Cooney, that also starting to reveal information. I, I guess we're probably going to just find new, more information every day over the next couple of weeks. That is Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin being interviewed by Mary Bartiromo, is her name. And they are suggesting that Hunter Biden on this laptop that was dropped off to a blind man and now in the hands of Rudy Giuliani and Steve Bannon that there may be child pornography on there. You heard Maria, did I say Mary? Maria, Maria Bartiromo ask 
a few times. Well, does that suggest that there's child pornography? And instead of the representative of Wisconsin saying, first of all, they should never even be having this conversation, but instead of saying the right thing like, look, that is something that is far beyond something I need to be answering. I'm not going to suggest anything like that. He throws out the innuendo, just like they do on Fox News all the time, the innuendo of, that could be true. You said it, Maria. Not me. So he can sort of absolve himself, but still kind of take credit for it. This is sick and disgusting. And am I the only one who believes that there should be some sort of criminal charges on any sort of allegations like this on national television during a presidential race? That is beyond outrageous. And to have zero conscience whatsoever, I as a human, there's no way I can't think of a place where I would be so desperate as to possibly make up child pornography on somebody's laptop to get out of something or to win something. That is just so disgusting to me. But this is where we're at. This is where we're at in American politics, although we should really call it Russian politics, because again, this is the work of Vladimir Putin. But what's funny on this story is the conservative media is losing their mind. Why is nobody else covering this story? Why are we the only ones? It's because they want Donald Trump out so bad. Again, as I said earlier, I will go back to journalistic integrity. If there was really something to this story, they would cover it the same way they went back and they covered, I think they learned their lesson actually from 2016 because they threw out this story about Hillary's emails right before the election. And if you're trying to tell me that the New York Times and the Washington Post, CNN and all these other channels didn't cover that, then you are misremembering because they definitely covered it. But now... There is no self-respecting journalist who will cover this story. Nobody can authenticate these emails. Nobody can prove anything. So they're not going to just pick up a story to fall into the hands of conservative media to try to confuse people again right before this election. And bravo to them. And if there was something to the story, yes, pick it up. Report it. I think you absolutely should. I love the fact that Joe Biden could be the president of the United States. If he did anything untoward or he did anything wrong or if he did anything illegal, I don't believe he should be president of the United States. If something truly did come out about any candidate that I was voting for, you know, I notice something. Sometimes I say candidate and sometimes I say candidate. I wonder why I do that. But anyway, if I if there was a particular candidate I was voting for, and something bad came out about him, get rid of him. You're out. Next. Well, that means the other guy's going to win or the other girl's going to win. Lady. Okay, let him win. Did they do anything illegal? No. Okay, well, they should be in office. They caught a lucky break. But the fact is, Joe Biden did nothing wrong. He did nothing illegal. And Joe Biden's going to win the presidency in two weeks. So go take your bullshit stories and go fuck yourself. Because it is time to end this nightmare. Oh, I'm charged up. I'm ready to go. But, you know, I did not, I wasn't able to release a show on Friday, so I was not able to cover the dueling debates, Joe Biden's town hall and Donald Trump's town hall. They were two totally different 
<laughs> town halls. I watched every second of the Joe Biden one. I watched zero seconds of the Donald Trump one. I have said I am not going to contribute one second of my time to that town hall, and I didn't. Anytime there was a commercial, I switched right over to the baseball game is exactly what I did. Now, yes, I saw the highlights and I saw the clips of the Donald Trump one, and it was an absolute and utter disaster. I said that it was a terrible idea for Donald Trump to skip the debate and do one on his own, and it played out just like I thought. He was an unmitigated nightmare. And Savannah Guthrie was not putting up with his shit. And I know a lot of people were going, well, this was really unfair. She was there just to go after him. And Joe Biden's was on there with George Stephanopoulos and he was giving him softball questions. So, you know what? Okay, let's say it's not fair. Let's go with what your premise is. Donald Trump does not deserve fair. Donald Trump does not deserve to sit in a chair and have Savannah Guthrie throw him softball questions because he lies on every answer, every single one. So when you lie, and and I'm not talking about just on debates, I'm talking about during press conferences, I'm talking about during the State of the Union addresses, I am talking on interviews while you're out on the White House lawn, I'm talking about your stupid rallies, every t- single time you speak, you lie, and you need to be called out on it, and one thing you definitely need to be called out on is not disavowing yourself of QAnon. It was already bad enough you couldn't do it with white supremacists, but you're doing it with this group and doing that stupid Donald Trump thing that you do. I don't know who QAnon is. I don't even know anything about it, but the one thing I do know is they don't like pedophilia, so I'm for that. What are you kidding me? That's your answer? Your answer is that QAnon is a big anti-pedophilia group that goes around and rescues children. I mean, come on, man. This is just outrageous. And for anybody to listen to him and go, that guy should be running the world. (sighs) Two more weeks, guys. We have two more weeks. And the closer we are getting to it, I have a feeling that we will actually know on that night who the president is. I'm not trying to jinx anything. Don't worry about it. My words on this podcast cannot jinx. It's not going to determine what will happen on November 3rd. I absolutely promise you that. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I am feeling better and better that on November 3rd, as long as everything stays as planned. Now, of course, things could get really crazy in the next couple weeks and they are going to do everything to drive into people's heads that Joe Biden is the worst person that has ever walked the existence of this earth, even though it is coming from the worst person that has ever walked in the existence of the. Well, all right, he's up there. He might not be the number one guy, but he's definitely up there. But back to what I was saying, as long as things stay on course right now, Joe Biden Tuesday, November 3rd, will be named the President of the United States. And he will be named the President of the United States right after they call Texas for Joe Biden. I put this on Twitter the other day. Mark my words. Joe Biden will win Texas, and that will end everything. But we are going to have a lot to talk about in the next couple weeks. As always, I really appreciate you guys listening to my show 
If you have any questions or comments, you can contact me at runshousepodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at brun13. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you can. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Ask Alexa, Google Podcasts, Pandora. You know where to find it by now. And and if you know anybody who doesn't know where to find it yet, please recommend the show to them. I would really appreciate that. We're going to have some fun here in the next couple weeks, guys. It's going to be bumpy, but it's going to be fun. I have a very good feeling. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk again soon.